0: Every neighborhood has a history from the days before it was a neighborhood. At some point, the place where your home is was once nothing more than dirt and open land. Movies like Poltergeist highlight the fact that we never really know the history of the land beneath our homes, but sometimes, it can be really dark. Do you know the story of the soil beneath your house? You might be surprised to find that where your lovely home is now, bodies were once found. My name is Brianna and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the West Mesa murders in New Mexico, A series of killings that involved 11 women and girls, and their unnamed killer, who is almost exclusively known as the West Mesa Bone Collector. I'm going to be upfront when I say that, as far as we know, this case does not have an official ending, but some people do believe that it was already solved. To fully understand this case, we need to cover a few key details. The West Mesa murders involved 11 girls and women, and they were found all at once, not one at a time. The bone collector killed all of these women before any of them was ever found, a fact which is pretty disturbing if you think about it. Their killer clearly knew that the area where they were disposing of them, a natural area that had not yet been used for development, was effective, so this person kept going back. I will also add that it is strongly believed that the bone collector was a man. Some of the girls involved were as young as 15, and the oldest victim that was found was in her early 30s. Of the 11 women, 10 of them were of Hispanic descent. One girl, a 15-year-old named Celania Edwards, was black. It is strongly believed that she was visiting from out of state under what can be considered not the best circumstances. Salonia was a runaway that had been missing for a while, and I'm sure that her loved one's worst fears were confirmed when they learned what happened to her. And note that I do say loved ones, and not just family. As much as we like to paint runaways like rebels without a cause who just couldn't hack it during their teen years it's important to remember that some people have pretty terrible lives at home. Sometimes, running away or cutting contact with your family is a better option. I will say that out of the handful of kids that I've known to actually run away, a lot of them actually had pretty good reasons despite the show that their parents put on, so I try to keep an open mind about these things. Unfortunately, at only 15, Salonia was ill-prepared to survive on her own, and it would appear that someone very dangerous stumbled across her. In addition to the killer's two child victims, there was also another note of tragedy. One victim, Michelle Valdez, who was 22 at the time of her death, was four months pregnant when she was murdered. After looking at the victims and managing to identify them, police noted something fairly concerning. The victims tended to have a shared kind of look, with many of them sharing some pretty notable characteristics. And we all know what it means when a trail of victims begins to share traits. The bone collector was a serial killer. Now, let's discuss how police found these missing women and learned about their fates. Remember how I mentioned earlier that the bodies were found in a section of undeveloped land? Well, I don't know if you know the world that we live in, but we kind of keep developing. Eventually, that land was poised for development. Work began in order to prepare for new houses to be built, and to do this, the ground needed to be disturbed. Unfortunately, the development of this area was stopped because of troubles with the economy, so the bodies actually weren't discovered immediately like they would have been. A little more time passed, and the area began to flood, so a retaining wall was put in to appease the locals. This wall moved the water to a designated retention pond, which just so happened to be right where the women were buried. And then, guys... It happened again. A woman in the neighborhood was walking her dog one day, and I'm sure you can guess what she found. Seriously, out of all of the unexpected things that came from running this show, I still cannot get over how many people find bodies while walking their dogs. I feel like this is the third or fourth case that I've covered where this happened, and I seriously do not know how to feel about that. Like, should I be worried about this happening? I don't know. But this woman spotted what appeared to be bones, and that kind of freaked her out, so she called police and, you guessed it, they were bones. Lots of bones. Police took their time to excavate the bodies of these women and to begin their investigation. As they learned more, more shared attributes began to pop up. A majority of these women were known sex workers or had links to the drug world. This is actually surprisingly common for victims. Being a sex worker can be very dangerous, and a lot of serial killers target sex workers specifically. This is because they know that they are less likely to be reported as missing, and that people will generally be tight-lipped when speaking to the police about them. A lot of the time, these women simply disappear, and the world seems to go on without them, which is awful. This line of work makes them an easy target, particularly if the person can get them alone, and that is a very serious occupational hazard to contend with. Given the fact that the bone collector killed someone from another state who was just visiting, a runaway and women who have every reason to fear the police because of what they do for work, it's clear that this killer was looking for vulnerable victims who wouldn't be reported as missing, and this is where things kind of get a little weird. At some point throughout the investigation, police came across a series of photos of women who shared several traits with the victims. In the photos, the women were unconscious, or possibly dead. Police believed that these images were related to the West Mesa murders, and believed that the women were dead, which is another point of contention in this case. Several of the women were identified and actually found to be alive, or to have died from normal circumstances. Unfortunately, none of these women seemed interested in talking with police, and while I don't want to make any assumptions... I'm pretty sure that it could be related to the fact that they might be sex workers as well. And these photos is kind of where the case goes cold. But police did have a few thoughts regarding who might be involved in these murders. On the list was a man named Lorenzo Montoya, who lived near the area where the bodies were found. Police actually suspected him because of reports of tire tracks leading from his place to where the bodies were. But before anything could really be done about that, Montoya committed another crime. He killed a teenage girl in his home, and he was actually murdered in retaliation by the girl's teenage boyfriend. As far as we know... No additional murders were committed after his death, so a lot of people do think that he was the one doing it. But it's also just possible that the killer found a new place to start hiding bodies. For all of you Instagram lovers out there, I do have some bad news. Police also suspected a photographer who is known to frequent the area, and I'm assuming that they zoned in on him because of the pictures that they found. but. Even after taking his entire photo collection, they found nothing. In the end, they had to clear him for it. A few other suspects appeared throughout the years, including a local pimp and a serial rapist that was known to target teenage girls, but nothing ever came from that either. To this day, the West Mesa Bone Collector is still at large. I did just want to share the names of his other victims, though. Evelyn Salazar Jamie Barella Julie Nieto Monica Candelaria Veronica Romero Doreen Marquez Virginia Cloven, Cinnamon Elks Victoria Chavez and... For all we know, there might be more. So, if you want to talk about the dangers faced by sex workers, the destruction of nature for real estate, or the unexpected hazards of walking your dog, contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys.